0: Hi there, this is the producer, and you're listening to Buzzcast, brought to you by SportsBuzz.ca. Catch the buzz, bitches. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the Buzzcast. I'm your boy Kenji Kushbringer. We got uh, Haslamic uh Haslamic
1: Savage. Savage.
0: Now we're gonna break it down the Canucks game.
1: And I just want to get right to the right to the point and go. A couple of nights ago, we were talking, and I told you Montreal was gonna be the team to You almost laughed at me and said the Canucks, and Toronto, and all this crap. But let's get to the bottom line. Once again, the Montreal Canadiens 5-3 victory. By the way, I want to point out something before we get into the nitty-gritty here. The Vancouver Canucks in five games against Montreal this season has scored 15 goals. Tyler Toffoli against the Canucks alone has scored eight. What does that tell you,
0: my friend? That tells me that Tyler Toffoli is going to get 92 goals and be. 93 goals and beat Gretzky's all-time record of most goals in one season. Because, that's the only logical thing I can think. Of. Oh no, right? Because yeah, well, Toffoli is the greatest goal scorer. He is the new Maurice Richard in Montreal. Is that is that not right? No, 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 no Look, I sat there. I knew this was coming from you. And, and, and let, let's get it right first. What I said was I was referring to their top two sets, right? Nick Suzuki yeah, and and Jesperi. Co- Kenyemi, who was dominant tonight. Cotton Kenyemi, it was the Cotton Kenyemi show. No, it wasn't, right? Nick, Nick Suzuki, he got two assists. Cotton Kenyemi got an assist. That's nice. I haven't right? seen Bo Horvath four or five games now. Exactly. So, so what I'm trying to say is, is right now, Montreal's on a good run. They're, they're a good team. Their defense and their goaltending is among the best in, in the North Division, for sure, hands down. Right? Like, like you know, like uh, Winnipeg had... That, but like you know, we were saying earlier is, is well, we were saying off here I guess earlier is is they had Connor Hellebuck and they had that defense a couple of years we were talking about Winnipeg here a couple of years ago and they and they had that uh, Truba and, and Myers and uh, Bufflin. Bufflin and all that and and but the, like you you pointed out, like, Savage, what were you saying about uh, Hellebuck that wasn't house?
1: the goalie at that
0: time that he is today?
1: Exactly, he's got a, he's got that's, a weaker that... defense, but he is the better goalie. Obviously, that's in a trophy winning. Yeah. He so he, that's my point. Had he been the Vesna Trophy winning, then I believe Winnipeg Jets would be yeah. our first Canadian Stanley Cup champ since '99. Yeah. So, so,
0: so to me, Montreal, like their their defense and their goaltending is 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 top-notch. But the reason why they won the last two games is not necessarily the defense and goaltending. It's it's more guys that are on a hot streak, streaky players. A guy like Foley. Who's not Maurice Richard? Who's not going to beat Gretzky's all-time goal record? Who's not? Dino, you know, I'm sorry, he's not going to get 50 goals this year. Sorry, Colin, you know, it's not going to happen, right? He's not going He's on a hot run, and he, and he, for some reason, he just loves to light up the Canucks, right? But can I,
1: but can I point out a few things from Montreal here? Mark Bergevin has been criticized for a lot of his stupid trades, like, for example, Sugarchev for Druan, which still doesn't make sense. But this offseason, he addressed all the needs he needed to do, whether it was getting a power forward in Josh Anderson, a veteran presence in Corey Perry, a backup goalie in Jake Allen, and even getting, even getting Stanley Cup winning presence on the defense, for that matter, in Joel Edmondson. He even brought Romanoff from the KHL, and... Romanov they've got such a good defense right now Romanov is a healthy scratch today that's how deep their defense is
0: well Romanov was was you know a highly regarded second uh second round pick he was actually uh I think drafted right after Jet Wu uh either right before or right after Jet Wu and uh you know he spent a couple of years in the KHL developed his game and, and came over and he's he, you know he's, he's looking like a young stud and and you already have Shea Weber it's like Aging Shea Weber, he's not, you know, he's not Shea Weber 10 years ago, but, but he's still a really good player. I, you know, how much I love Shea Weber, he will bring more to the table than what Ray Bork did in 20, 2000
1: for the Colorado, Colorado Avalanche. Avalanche.
0: Yeah, I think so. I, I think his game right now is at a higher level than at Bork's was at that time. Like Bork's, you know, legendary all time points, uh, all time leader in points for, for a defenseman, right? But uh, whatever the, the impact he has on the game is more of that, uh. Chris Bonger kind of asked yes. kind of the physicality. physicality. The grabbing oh, yeah. Datsu's head in the playoffs and smashing it against the fucking glass and, and you know knocking him out of the game. And I don't you think he got a penalty for that that year. But what what I'm saying is 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 right now price could still be better. The defense could still be a little bit tighter. They're getting the offense from the defense. And then when you look at the Canucks, it's it's key players, good players turning the puck over. It's guys like Miller. Turning the puck over, and and Montreal overall, you know, I, I think we outshot Montreal this game, and and I think we even got more scoring chances. But it's they capitalize on every single chance they had. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they they get one opportunity, and boom, it's in the back of the net. Right? Oh, and so, yesterday's so, game they had like freaking six, seven breakaways. Man. Yeah. So when when, you, when your best players are turning the puck over, like, like you know, like in in the course of a game, it's gonna happen. There's gonna be turnovers. You know, throughout the game, some some good players are going to make turnovers and your bad players are going to make turnovers. But when your key guys are making crucial, horrible mistakes like that, just giving it right away, you can't necessarily even blame the goalies for some of those goals because it's it's, it's just brain farts. Like, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why those kind of plays are happening. Like, they're, they're, they're instead of taking the safe play along the boards, they're trying to pass it right up the middle, and, and it's getting picked off. It,
1: I thought Danco played very good again today, even though they lost four, you know, allowed four goals and all, but uh,
0: the real... Well, well one, one was, you know, the, the empty... The, yeah, well, he's an empty netter, so some that's what I mean, on. that you yeah.
1: four yeah. goals. And that's fine. Demko did make a, some killer saves, especially on the power of Montreal, having the power play. I think it was Corey Perry he made, he made that. Yeah, so he made he a, He's robbed Corey Perry as well. And the next test will be three straight games against my beloved Toronto Maple Leafs. What's your take on that, my friend?
0: Your Maple Leafs.
1: My Maple Leafs against my Vancouver. You know, there was you. you know,
0: like I think it was like less than a week ago, Mitch Marner was you know tops in the league for. Uh... Points and all that stuff until you know Crosby and uh, sorry, David and uh, Dry just the went insane work, the other day. Right? Well,
1: obviously you're gonna do that when you play freaking Ottawa three straight times. But go
0: ahead. Well, for sure. Well, that's that's the <laughs> Ottawa's basically the warm up team. You know, any team that's uh, struggling or having any problems or having issues, you know, and then and they need a team bonding experience. You just play three games against Ottawa and they'll turn everything right around, make everything you know jolly for you, right? You know, it's it's, it's the feel good team, you know. Like maybe they don't feel so good, but they make the other teams that they play us feel good. Oh, I think I think they won their first game and against was... my
1: beloved Toronto
0: promise, wow, by that, the amazing Maple Leafs, <laughs> <beliefs>, right? <laughs> yeah, we're three and zero against Ottawa. So what does that mean, right? You know.
1: Well, we'll see. Come the next three games, right? Yeah. Can you handle the heat from Matthews and Marner is the question? How will the goaltending be? Can Demko handle
0: that? To me, the, 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 well, going back to you were talking about Demko is, you know, he had a good game and. I'm looking at Hopey's games and I'm looking at Demko's games and, you know, we, we saw that bubble Demko that, you know, the, the one against the Vegas Golden Knights that, that was, you know, insane, probably one of the best goaltending playoff performances, you know, that could rank up there probably of all time, you know what I mean? Maybe, yeah. In, in, in that short three four game period, right? Like, that's, it was, it was amazing. Like, it, it's hard to see, like, you know, a lot of people be like, well, is, is that sustainable? Is, is that the goalie he is or is it is or is that just a one-off fluke right mm-hmm. but now when you're seeing him play like I'm, I'm sure he's you know he's not you know getting a 0.5 goals against average right now but you're seeing flashes of that of that goaltender that we saw and it, it's seeming more and more like that that's a reality of, of where his game is headed, right? You know, like we were saying about Hellebuck, you know, he had that team around him and, and he wasn't quite the Vesna winning goaltender, right? It It took him a little bit to kind of come into his own, right? So I think that's the whole point we signed a guy like Brayden Olby just for two years is is thinking just to kind of give Demko a little bit of extra time to fully develop into what he can be, which I, I think could be a dominant goalie in, in this league for a long time. But now getting back to your Maple Leafs, you know they got to the far as they got. You know Matthews rolling around, Marner, Nylander's game is picking it up, right? The Leafs also is one of those teams, just like the Montreal
1: Canadiens, that address certain needs on that team. I have mentioned the other. They night, they got a whole lot older, right? Where it's still veteran veterans. Count. Yeah, that's what you call them. Yeah. The veteran presence count. Yes. Okay. And you have Zach Bogosian on defense who just freshly won the Stanley Cup last year at Tampa Bay. You're not going to take that experience with you? Yes, you will. You would be lying if you said no. Joe, the whole Thornton future Hall of Famer first ballot for sure in the Hall of Fame. And you're going to tell me you wouldn't take that. And then you have our brother, Love. Wayne Simmons, baby, who can hit, who can score on the power play in front of the net presence. Why not? And you're trying to tell me that, uh, what's his name, Brody? Brody? Is it Brody? Is it TJ Brody? TJ Brody, Brody.
0: yeah, from Calgary. The
1: Calgary Makai, right? Along with Morgan Riley, is is isn't making the defense better and letting Jake Muzzin have his own presence on the second unit with what's his name justin hall he's a pretty justin good justin hall is team. actually looking like a pretty good defense. Defense. i don't know what that's... you're talking about but the team looks good the team looks good and you're jealous it seems and you want to put pedestal a high pedestal of Pedersen and Horvat and Bo and besser and yeah that's fine I'm down with that, brother. But yeah, you don't know, forget you know, the Leafs.
0: You know, you, know, you know the Canadian division. You know who helps that the most, right? Is is it helps the Toronto Maple Leafs because you don't have to see Boston, right? You know you're. <laughs> and, I right? think you're gonna you go there. And, and, and then what, what what's your big bad Maple Leafs gonna do when <laughs> Boston runs wild on you? savage i knew you were right so, down, so let's just friend. let's just calm yeah. down right here you know like i, I think with the canadian that's division that's why
1: we love it being in the all canadian <laughs> division so we can bit slap everybody in the division and, 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 and move into the further and better things on the american side of the border
0: I'll, i'm gonna come back i will be in the
1: final four
0: yeah you come back i'm gonna to come that. back at you with, with your with your veterans uh, these old people that uh, that you guys signed there starting off with Joe Thornton, like all the respect in the world to Joe Thornton, you know, he's, he's, he's looked like, you know, probably one of the best uh, setup guys, you know, I, I think he's, he's going to probably finish top 10, uh, in all, in, in, in all time in points. And I think it's like close to top six or seven in, in assists, I think all time or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, so, and, and, you know, he's had a great career. I'm sure he's never won a cup, but, uh, he's a great player defensively. He's actually pretty, pretty sound defensively too, for, for a guy of his ilk, right? but, uh, He's how old? 30. I don't even know if he's 30. 38, hey, I think he's 30 in, in the 40s? 40s. I think he's in his 40s. I don't know. He's, well, he's getting old, right? And, and his beard's almost down to his skates now, right? He might, he might get caught up when he ties his shoelaces and skate laces. But what I'm saying is, he, he, he's not. he's not Joe Thornton. Seven eight years ago, you know the Joe Thornton that was matching the, uh, Henrik Sedin in in assists, you know almost getting assists the game kind of average back in the day, right? So it, it, he's he's a long ways from from that player that used to be, and, and even Wayne Simmons, you know Joe Thornton is forty one by 41 the way, my friend. 41, right? And, you know, and by I, the way, I know you want to be impartial to the elderly, but you know what I'm saying is he's he's not the player that he used to be. You know, of course he, he's not. He's a good veteran presence. Of course right? he's not. But he's so, there so to he, guide he, these little games. He's here, here to guide them. With the, and I'm just going to be real with you. Like, he's going to guide them with the experience of someone who's never won a cup. So, so, so what, what, what what experience is he providing? Even Wayne Simmons. Wayne Simmons. I used to love Wayne Simmons. The way he used to play. Him with Braden Shen and Philly, Philly and, and on the power play. <sighs> the way he would just dominate. Them, both those guys would just, you know, with the, with the grit and the sandpaper and everything. But, you know, his game's fallen off. Like, it's fallen off huge, right? And you know, okay, he got you a goal the other day, and you know, he gets a couple hits here and there, you know. And I'm sure, okay, you know, you, you need that, you need that edge in the playoffs. You need that little bit of physicality, the the Brian Brooke truculence, right? You know, and all that. I, I get it, I get it. Personally,
1: right? my friend, like I predicted before, I believe the finals of that All Canadian Division final will be in the playoffs. Will be end up being the Toronto Maple Leafs and Vancouver Canucks. I mean, sorry. Maple Leafs and Montreal Canadiens, just like the, and and I, as much as I would want Vancouver and Toronto to be that all-Canadian final, but my personal opinion, and because the NHL gods and the NHL itself and all the fans and everybody want that original six matchup, it will be the Habs and the Leafs, and the winner will meet in the final four for the Stanley Cup with whatever three other American cities are going to represent from each division, but guaranteed Canadian will be representing one side, and I believe that it will be I believe that it will be the Leafs and the Habs.
0: Well, I I, I disagree. You know, I, I think I think it'll be the Canucks and the Habs.
1: Uh, you know, I and don't want and I, a and I think well, by the time playoff
0: time comes around, I think... I hope you're right, and I hope I'm wrong.
1: I do. I, I want the Canucks, but I just think what they did last year, I think they have to not be as successful to get successful. Do you get what I'm saying?
0: feel a little adversity to kind of yes, get you more hungry kind right? of thing? Yes, because,
1: you know, I well, to we, me, the hype is there. Everything's there. They look good one week, and then one week they're not looking well, good. To, to me, like,
0: like last year's playoffs, like you're looking at, uh, you know, Hughes, Miller, Pedersen, you know, all these guys were basically either point a game or better in the playoffs. In the first time in the – well, not, not Miller's first time, but, you know, Pedersen and Hughes' first time. And, and, you know, at that point when the Canucks got eliminated by – by Vegas, Bo Horvat was leading the playoffs in goals. Right, so to me, looking at the our core and all our guys, and everyone's looking, you know, firing at all cylinders, so first time in the playoffs. This, you know, this isn't like Calgary, Calgary's young core of Goudreau and Monahan going into the playoffs and just shitting the bed and, and, and doing nothing. You know, what I mean, it's the. It's. It, they've done. They've had more success than that core has in the last five to seven years. In in like what within like one or two years of being together, right? So in the long run, the, the projection is our young guys are producing and they know how to produce in the playoffs, which is the most crucial time to produce. You know, getting back to the
1: Vancouver Canucks, I, I believe Joe Jake Jake is going to lose his job to Paul Doken once Paul Doken comes into the to the league and
0: joins the band I'm, I'm, you know all, all there's all this uh, speculation that uh, you know maybe they're looking at shopping uh, jake vertanning and one name that kind of intrigues me that's that's out there that, that would kind of make it seem like a you know like a, a hockey trade call it the you know dubois for lani you know the poor man's version of that you know which is would be your... which is uh, calgary's sam bennett I would love that. You know, and and, and and you know, statistically, they're they're kind of you know like it yeah. was like about the, what the third pick or fourth pick in the draft, and 10 was sixth. was fourth, yeah. Right? So you know, they're only two picks apart, and career-wise, they're basically getting similar points, twenty to thirty, kind of you know, almost sniffing forty points, kind of guys, right? The key difference is you know, work ethic, and and playoff performance. Sam Bennett's all about the playoffs. He's basically a point-of-game player in the playoffs. He's you know, only about a a third of a point, you know, like and that's 30, 40-point guy in the regular season. Team. I agree with that. And then even for Tannen, you know, last year he was, he was putting up good numbers in the full season. would have projected out to like 20, 20 goals. I think he had 18 goals, 18 yeah. assists last year for 36, which is not in the full season. But over the course of a full season, it would have been pretty much at least 20 goals or 26. Forty-point player, which is, you know, a, a solid, you know, second, well, solid third liner, borderline second line kind of player, which is, you know, that's that's not too bad, right? You no, know, when you're looking at uh, at uh, at Sam Bennett. And his playoff production and then the way he, his game is in the playoffs is tailored for the for the playoff side. i think that it could be a good transfer and, it, and it could play. work out for both teams that, like the players could, could end up flourishing somewhere else and, and just the change of scenery could could do both of the players uh, some good right? i would love to get sam bennett off the planes, but uh... and, and you know that's a mustache that you can really respect you know in the <laughs> locker room you know a guy walks in with a mustache like that you you you, you pay attention you take notice to something like that you know it's uh, a
1: representation of Lanny McDonald there,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you know, the only problem I, I say is his mustache is almost too blonde. So you can only, you know, it's hard to kind of tell it's there. I don't know what you mean. He's <laughs> still baby. Hmm. You know, and respect to the the Canucks all-time uh, mustache team, uh, Dave Babbage. And by the and way, I did, this,
1: I did say this a couple of days ago about Vertanen losing his job to Poldokin and already has lost it to Hog- Hoglander and in becoming a second line player and i just believe that uh and you know people in 1040 are saying this two days after i just said that a couple of days ago so. what,
0: what about uh Hoglander and uh Pearson and Patterson i think they're they're together doing the game right what what do you what today do you think or that? yesterday I, they I, didn't did, did, see, they I, I know together. they
1: switched it up yesterday's game, they switched it up, but I don't know who they put together. Either way, if it was yesterday, it didn't look too good. And if it was today, it looked better. No. Because they did play better today, but they, did, they didn't split it up well, today. i seen the game and uh, they had everybody intact pretty much. Bo Horvat has disappeared that's what's going on there too well
0: then the the Canucks are basically you know a a middling team like you know they're they're not in the bottom of the division they're not at the top of the division they're they're kind of stuck in the middle they're they're kind of similar to to Edmonton and Calgary in that range right you know what I mean so right now it's hard to really tell like which way which direction they're going but the one thing I noticed is you know Quinn Hughes isn't playing as good defensively as Quinn Hughes should be playing but offensively he's Producing at a better rate but, than he was but, last year, but Quinn—that's what he, Quinn he's, is he's leading all NHL defensemen but in points. What Quinn Hughes is do you know, did, you, did you know offense. he was going to come in and lead all the NHL defensemen okay, points? No, like, you know what I mean? So but, that's what—that's saying... what I mean. Like I mean, I mean, numbers-wise, it's like I, I don't know, numbers don't tell the whole story, right? You know, clearly, because if, if if that was everything, then See, he would be winning point. all these games.
1: Here's my point with Quinn Hughes: Would you want him to be your leading scorer on your team over being a defensive player? No but would you take him being the leading scorer in the league he's, he's going to get you 80 or 90 points no, no, no you're, not, fuck you're fuck. no you're 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 getting me wrong here though the leading defensive scorer in your team meaning that could be like you know 30 points even right yeah oh, over defense oh, over being a defensive player yes you know what i mean that then yeah that's a different story right you're you're going to take the defense but if you're saying a leading scorer in the league over the defense and yeah fuck yeah you're taking the def- the fucking Overall offense leading the league. Over that,
0: right? Like, I'm I'm just gonna go over the, the Canucks, uh, you know, stats after after 13 games. So, so Quinn Hughes in 13 games played, he has 14 points. Uh, Besser in 13 games has 12 points. Horvat has 11 points in 13 games. Miller 11 points in 10 games. And then there's Pedersen eight points in 13 games. And, and you know, like like all those all those totals are they're really good. You know, the Pedersen's a little bit underwhelming. You know, but he has you know. A, a big night here or there, and, and he's back up there too. Yeah, and and to me, the, the way the, what what I'm trying to say is, these guys are all averaging a point a game. And to me, I don't think they're really playing that good. Yeah. So, do, do you get? What you're saying? I get what you're saying. Like like they're all averaging a point a game, but they're not playing that good. So imagine what's going to happen when they actually start playing good. Yeah, that's good. Do, do, do you do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So like like, like I'm, I, I'm not you know like I'm not I'm not coming from the angle the sky is falling the Canucks oh we're bowing down to Montreal Montreal is so dominant and they're oh, just gonna Germany crush us and we shouldn't even finish playing the season we should just hide and turtle up because Montreal's gonna be so good. So putting, I, well, I I I, I, I want to be a Dino right? Yeah, I, I don't want to be a Dino right, I, and I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not being a dreamer and being wishful. Like I, I'm, I'm talking numbers here. These are real numbers. Right, these points are real points, you know. You know, if you're listening or when you do listen, don't worry, doggy. So what, ah. I, what, I, what I'm saying is that essentially, like, like the, the good the good news is, you know, these guys are producing points, which which is good, you know. But uh, points aren't everything. I get it, you know. It's, it's not all about points, but you know, you want your young guys to produce, and you, and you don't want to stifle their their offensive and, and playmaking game. The points are the game. Don't
1: be heartbroken if. If you're not gonna, if you're gonna underperform from last year, you're not gonna perform as much or better than what you did last last season. I should say. You know what I'm saying? That's all. Well, to saying.
0: to me, I I think you could teach defense and structure. You can't teach skill. Like like in in the sense that like, if you have a, a fourth line player, you can't make them into a number one playmaker. You, you can't make someone like that. Like, they either have that ability, God given ability in them, or they don't. And if they don't, you're going to end up on a third or fourth line. But that's the, but, that elite level kind of talent, right? But there but,
1: have been players who have that ability coming from juniors and going to the NHL, and they, that superstar, or whatever that they were in the juniors, they end up being a third or fourth liner. And a perfect example is like a Tyler Mott, for example. Yeah. Right? Just saying, it happens.
0: Yeah, but but well, you know, we
1: don't know. We're so used to the elite players of the National Hockey League, we don't pay attention to the junior, who the superstars of the junior were that were coming up into the league. Well, it's it's
0: it's the different levels, right? Like you you get guys that that can do it in junior, they can do it in the AHL, and just for whatever reason, it just doesn't work in the NHL, or you know, they, they might work in the KHL, but when they come over, it doesn't it's not translatable, right? Mm. It's it's you know, and and it's usually there's always one major flaw, right? Like it's either. Either they'd have you know no defensive ability at all, or or you know maybe their skating is you know not, not up to par, or whatever whatever the reason is. Maybe mentally, the, the big show, the pressure gets to them, and they can't hang with that. Whatever the reason is, that they can't do it, right? Well, we'll
1: see what happens when they play the Leafs. The next three so what, what, do
0: you, what do you think about Freddie Anderson in the least the, the goalie there like are you satisfied with the you know like like to me he's kind of he's playing better than last year he, he has he has, he has good year. regular seasons and then he kind of well
1: this is this is see, this is the crunch here this season he's playing for a contract so not only do you have to do good in the regular season if you make it into the playoffs you you' also have to show it in the playoffs right if hmm. you want to make the pass at. so if Freddie Anderson's got it in him, he's not only gonna have a good season, he's gonna try to have a really good postseason if he wants to pass it. That's true. That's right? true. Because there's plenty of regular season goaltenders. There's only a few playoff goaltenders. you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, you know, it, it it's like that too. Like generally I think I think you're right, but sometimes you know, you get these goalies that just come out of nowhere. They, they, it you happens know, and it happens know, more and,
1: yeah. now than before. Before we had that rotation of the fucking greats winning it. Why there was Ed Belfort or Patrick Waugh yeah. or Martin, Martin Breder or Dominic Cassick Like everybody got their turns to win their fucking cup. You know, yeah. it was like a fucking yeah, it, 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 even
0: Even like the, like the secondary tier of goalies like in that era, like the guys like Curtis Joseph and... Uh... You so know. Curtis
1: Joseph never got to win a cup. No, that's that's
0: what I mean, like the, the second tier. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean like like the guys that these guys playing in the playoffs or whatever, right? Like and, uh, and
1: Curtis Joseph was a great goalie. Yeah, Felix Felix
0: Potvin, you know, he had a, he had a decent uh thing, but he never actually you know won anything, right? But But look at even Lou,
1: probably the great probably the greatest goalie to never win the Stanley Cup. You ever think about
0: that? I think like like I'm not I'm not saying it's completely, but like to a certain extent, championships are a little bit overrated when you're trying to define a player's career. I like like, like, I, you, I like you know like, like obviously obviously the more championships you got, the more the more prestige there is there, and and there has to be some respect given to the championship. But championships alone don't make a player necessarily. Well, like you know what I mean? My
1: personal opinion: the Canucks don't get down the Cup finals in any way, shape, or form without. Roberto Luongo, my friend. And he will and has and will always, in my opinion, until somebody comes along, be the greatest Canuck goalie ever. And if the Canucks were to win that fucking game seven and start getting shellacked by Boston, he would have been the Conksmite Trophy winner, hands down. Oh, yeah. for
0: sure. That one one game, if you flip the script... Um, had yeah, five shadows to that play. Yeah, if you flip the script in the last game and just switch the score. You know, instead of the Boston, win- the Canucks win for nothing. I think he wins the con Smythe.
1: Striker.
0: You know, and I think it's a totally different. Already well, we uh... had two
1: shutouts in that fucking in the finals.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. the thing with Long, that that playoff run. People put a lot of blame on him. You know, like like he was supposed to win. You know, zero to negative five or something like that. Like, you came up with no goals. You gave him no support, and you know, like how is how is like how's he supposed to do anything? Like it's. It's not his fault. It's it's the team around him. We didn't produce. You know, we, we lost uh, and That uh, he tried to go for that hip check you know, on on before, really Willie Mitchell, was, Willie Mitchell. They should yeah. let Willie Mitchell go. I think if they kept him, that uh, really for sure. Well, what I mean about like Stanley Cups don't make the player like you know Greski won four Stanley Cups.
1: Yeah, he was lucky to you know, win it in the early years because I don't yeah. think he would have won a top all after. Yeah, Messi. was on another team. Messi like gets
0: that. five or six or whatever six. it is. And and, and and does that make him a better player than Gretzky? Yeah.
1: Does it? Does it?
0: Who's the greatest? Who's the great one? Messi? Is that what you're saying? No, oh, I'm not saying that. Right? Or 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 or, 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 sure. or should it he, he be Henry Sharp? you, want, you want court, I think they won like 11 cups. You were just listening to Buzzcast
1: brought to you by sportsbuzz.ca. Catch the buzz. Visit us at www.sportsbuzz.ca or find us on Facebook at SportsBuzz News Canada. Visit us on Instagram at SportsBuzz News Canada. Find us on Twitter.